Sure, we're ready when you are. Okay. Good evening, and welcome to the April 24th, 2023 meeting of the Sacramento Ethics Commission. We are live in the city council chambers for the first time in three years. I am now calling this meeting to order at 5.32 p.m. Will the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum? Thank you. Um, Commissioner Adams? Present. Commissioner Gomez? Here. Commissioner Velasquez? Here. Vice Chair Ng? Here. And Chair Underwood? Present. Chair, you have a quorum. All right. I want to stress how exciting and different it is to be meeting in person. Two of us, Commissioner Gomez and Commissioner Velasquez, were appointed during COVID and have never been here in person. So it's great to meet you finally. All right, I would like to remind members of the public in chambers, which there don't appear to be any, um, that they would have to turn in a speaker slip. For members of the public who wish to join virtually, please refer to the agenda for the Zoom link. Once you have joined the meeting and wish to speak, raise your hand to provide public comment when I confirm the public comment speaking period for your desired item. If you're online, click on raise hand at the bottom of your screen. In a mobile app, you could raise your hand by tapping the raise hand option in the more tab. And if you're calling in via telephone, to raise your hand, dial star nine, and then to unmute or mute, dial star six. Speakers will be called on by the last four digits of their phone number. You'll have two minutes to speak once you are called on. After the first speaker, we will no longer accept speaker slips and the raise hand feature in Zoom will be disabled. We will now proceed with today's agenda. Our first business today is approval of the consent calendar. The consent calendar consists of three items, the minutes of our last meeting, the complaint log, and the follow-up log. We will take them all together unless anyone wants to address one of them separately. Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar? Here I have no hands raised to make comments on this item. Okay. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on the consent calendar or any portion of it? Commissioner Gomez is here. Um, yeah, so I just have a question about the complaint log. We're, we're discussing that, right? Okay. Yes. Um, so I was reviewing that, and it at the end of the complaint log, the descriptions of the complaints are fairly limited compared to uh, previous complaints. And so I was just wondering why that is like it seems like there's one word that describes many of the um, more recent complaints um, I can double check but um, that typically is exactly what was put on the complaint form okay okay um, and for uh, well I guess maybe that answers the question but I'll ask it anyway um, when it's decided by the city clerk that we don't have jurisdiction and on some of them I didn't see that it was recommended to another department a I'm wondering what is happening in the case of those? And then B, it, is that truly the full complaint? Because it was extremely limited, because I, I would think we would want to see the full complaint 
at some point, if not in an attachment, just to make sure there wasn't anything we wanted to pull from the complaint log and bring back up at the commission. Um, if it was referred to another agency, that's typically on the log. Um, on occasion, though, it, it is referred to another agency or department. Um, typically, though, we would um, deny the complaint and ask them to reach out to another agency. We, um, because we don't know the details of a complaint, typically I'd say you may wish to contact the FPPC to further investigate this. Um, unless it's crystal clear that it's a complaint that belongs with another um, department or agency. Okay, so um, that's helpful. So for, for the ones that are extremely limited, it would be helpful to clarify, or I guess I'm requesting for clarification that that, that is indeed the full complaint and there hasn't been a change in how we're getting that reporting. Um, and yes, I can definitely review um, and update if appropriate um, for your next meeting. And let me just see. Yeah, so for the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, I guess, sorry, that was in 2019, 2020. It just doesn't say it was referred to anyone. It just says dismissed by clerk, lack of jurisdiction. Um, so I'm not sure if there was a different process in place then. So I was reading it backwards in terms of yes. planning. It took me a long time to figure this out, but the complaint log is listed most recent first going back to oldest. Okay. And nothing ever gets taken off there. It just gets longer and longer. But it's only the ones at the beginning that have the potential of being current. Okay. And this month, I don't think there was anything current. They were all things that had already been decided. Correct. Okay. But as I said, it took me a while to figure that out. But most of the, that either everything or almost everything on there has already been resolved and yeah. it's no longer before us. Okay, great. So anybody else have any comments on the consent calendar or any portion of it? I have one more. Okay. Because is the follow-up log also on the consent calendar? Yes. Okay. The follow-up log doesn't have anything on it, That's right? That's correct. Right. So did the previous things disappear or did they all just get followed up on? They, um, they were all followed up on um, and on your last agenda, it would have um, the disposition column would have been filled in for the disposition on each item. Okay. So there are no current outstanding items. Okay. Uh, I guess I'd have to look back at that one because I thought that we had on the follow-up log some of the outreach questions, like, uh, but I could be wrong in terms of how we're going to be doing outreach as it pertains to the new staff that were coming into your office. Um, do you know what I'm talking about or no? I'd have to review the log, but I don't have any, I didn't have any pending items. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, anything else? So we need um, a motion to approve the consent calendar. Anybody? I'll make a motion. Second. Okay. All right, I'm not sure who, Go ahead. Commissioner Ng made the motion and Commissioner Velasco seconded it. Okay. Um, so we're gonna take a voice vote all in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 That sounded unanimous to me. All right, thank you. The motion passes. We'll now proceed to the discussion calendar.
So item four is the selection of the chair and vice chair for calendar year 2023. This was on the agenda for February, but we put it over because we only had three commi commissioners present at that meeting and we, those of us who were here decided we wanted to wait till we had everybody. Then the March meeting was unfortunately canceled. So here we are in April and we're finally gonna have this selection. Um, Madam Clerk, is there a staff presentation? Um, yes, Chair, I have a brief staff presentation. Good evening, I'm Mindy Cuppy, your city clerk. We report before you a selection of chair and vice chair for calendar year 2023. Sacramento City Code section 2.40.170 states that each city board and commission shall elect one of its members to serve as chairperson and another to serve as vice chairperson for each calendar year. A member may serve as chairperson or vice chairperson for no more than two calendar years. The chairperson shall be the presiding officer and shall ensure the orderly conduct of the meeting. If the chairperson is absent, the vice chairperson shall act in the, that capacity of the chairperson. The chairperson or vice chairperson in the absence of a chair is responsible for presiding over all meetings and charged with equally applying rules of conduct, ensuring parliamentary procedure is followed, compliance with the Brown Act, and that the scope and work of the commission is accomplished. Rosenberg's Rules of Order outline parliamentary procedure and Sacramento City Code outlines the scope of most city boards, commissions, and committee. The order and conduct of business are also governed by the City of Sacramento Council Rules of Procedure. The chairperson and vice chairperson shall start their terms at the next regular meeting. Um, any member may nominate a fellow member or themselves for chairperson or vice chairperson. Once a nomination has been made for chair, that legislative body shall vote on that nomination. And it's common practice that the nomination for vice chair shall follow and the legislative body would then vote on that nomination. A majority of the members present is necessary to pass a motion selecting a chairperson and a vice chairperson. And I'm available for any questions. Anybody have questions? Commissioner Gomez, is it your name? Maybe your name should still be up here. See, I knew this was confusing. Commissioner Velasquez. So I just wanted to clarify the... Uh, oh. I just wanted to clarify the term for uh, vice chair and chair has expired as of December or, or January or what are, what are these, is, gen, is it effective January 1st or? It would be effective the next meeting. Oh, okay. So the May meeting. Okay, and who, this would sound really bad, who was our vice chair? Commissioner Ng. Okay. Um, Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Chair, I show no hands raised to make comment on this item. Okay. So we'll start with the nominations for chair. Um, I do want to say that I've loved being chair for the past year, and I'd certainly be willing to continue, but also would be happy to turn over the gavel to someone else, um, if anybody else wants to nominate themselves or someone else. Commissioner Ng. Well, um, it's really, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, to me, it's really a uh, great experience and I enjoy working with you, you know, and uh, so I nominate you to be the chair again for this coming year. Anybody else? 
Um, okay. What? Commissioner Adams. Um, I definitely do not want to disregard the, the, the nomination. I know, you know, we are a newer commission, and I would say but for the 2020 year where we had a shortened year, um, we had been changing uh, chair every year. Um, that with 2020, because we were delayed because of um, shutdowns due to the COVID pandemic, the vice chair and chair role carried over. Um, so all that to say, I know this will be a shortened year, so I'm, I, I understand if we may want to go that route where we're keeping the same chair and vice chair in place, but I also would not be um, opposed to if we would switch over chair. So I just wanted to, um, for, I don't know, just to speak, provide that, that historical background. Um, and again, not changing the, the motion that's already on the table. Okay, anybody else? Um, all right, is there a motion for this nomination? It... Commissioner Velasquez. Yeah, if there's no one else that's um, nominating themselves or someone else, then, then I motion to, um, to approve um, chair um, and vice chair. Well, right now we're just doing chair, okay. but then, and then okay. we'll do vice chair. So then I make a motion to um, approve chair. Do we have a second? I second that. So um, the motion was already made by Commissioner and then the second by Velasquez? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, voice vote. All in favor signify by aye. 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 Okay. Thank you. Had a chance to use that gavel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we'll have nominations for vice chair. And I would like actually to nominate Commissioner Ng to continue on as vice chair. And Commissioner Adams. I second that. Anybody else have a comment? All right, so we have a motion by me and a second by Commissioner Adams. Um, all in favor to to continue, I should say what the motion is, right? Aye. To continue Vice Chair Ng as Vice Chair. Aye. 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 Okay. It's passed. All right. So we're done with that pretty quickly. Item number five on the agenda is an update on our recommendation to the City Council regarding the lobbyist registration and reporting code. Is there a staff presentation on this? Uh, thank you, Chair. It'll be a very brief oral report. Just wanted to share that on April 18th, um, the recommendation went to the law and, or to the P&PE, that's Personal and Public Employees Committee, and they approved that moving toward to the Law and Legislation Committee. So we will be presenting it to the Law and Legislative Committee on May 16th at 1 o'clock. Um, and so if there is someone from the ad hoc that would like to present or has the time to present on that, that would be appropriate to present to the Law and Legislation Committee the recommendation and how you came upon, upon that recommendation. I will say that I virtually attended that meeting um, and said, you know, Mindy said I was available if anybody had any questions, but they didn't and 
the people on that committee, um, a couple of them had been lobbyists themselves and they expressed, you know, that they knew that like state lobbyists were held to much higher standards than the city was and that they agreed with our recommendations. So that was nice to hear. Pardon? Commissioner Gomez. Thank you. Um, yeah, I want to apologize for not being able to go. It's kind of hard during the work day um, to peel away sometimes. Um, but since one o'clock is in the lunch hour, it'll be a little easier. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, wanted to clarify from the city clerk, is this the typical process to have a set of recommendations go through <coughs> like, should should we have another subcommittee? I know maybe you'll educate us on what we are, because I know the committee system changed. Is it typical that we go through PPNE and then Law and Ledge, and then what happens after that? Um, is this what sh we should expect in terms of process? So this is a new process. So the council rules of procedure were updated um, this last year, um, and so all recommendations and annual reports from all commissions committees and boards will go through the PNPE Personnel and Public Employees Committee. And then if those recommendations um, belong to another um, council committee, it would then be forwarded to that committee to actually work on. So um, PNPE is responsible for annual reporting and all recommendations of boards, commissions, and committees. And um, after Law and Ledge, what's the next step? Should it continue? So if Law and Ledge um, ag agrees to whatever changes, they will then direct staff to update if it's an ordinance change, and then they will forward that to the council for approval. Okay, and who's the, is the membership composition of Law and Ledge, is it like a, a community run commission as well, or is it a staff? It's a standing committee of council. Of council? Yes, so it's four council members. But who's the membership composition? Uh, so you have council member Valenzuela. Let me confirm for you. Um, I can get that to you. It's, but it's of council, like council members are on the lawn. Yes, it's for council members. Okay, got it, got it, Yes. Got it. Okay, that's helpful. And I don't need to know. Yeah, it's council it. standing committees. Okay. And it may be some of the same people who are on PNPE. It's possible, yes. Okay. So, Madam Clerk, I neglected to ask if there are any members of the public who wish to speak, speak on this item. I have no hands raised to make comment on this item. Okay. Um, can I just make one more? Okay. Um, ha having attended Zoom meetings where I'm considering commenting on something, if we would consider changing the language of asking people if they wanted to comment, um, like, is there anybody who is interested in commenting, please do so now, because um, we move very quickly. And we say, has, has anyone raised their hand? And sometimes I'm listening to that being like, oh, let me, <laughs> let me go raise my hand now, and then it's, it's already too late. So maybe we ask the community like, if you want to comment, please raise your hand now and then just wait a second and then uh, transition from there. Just an idea for the chair, probably. Okay. Well, we could say that now. If there's anybody watching this who or listening who is interested in commenting on the lobbyist registration and reporting code recommendations that we've made, um, please raise your hand now. Chair, I still have no hands raised. Thank you. So, um, is there any more comment by any of the commissioners on this item? So we'll move on to item six, which is 
update on annual reporting process. Is there a staff presentation on this? Yes, thank you, Chair. This is, again, another brief um, oral report. Um, so as I shared, the council rules of procedure were updated um, at the end of last year to give um, the PNPE, Personnel and Public Employees Committee, um, the role and responsibility of um, annual reporting for commissions, boards, commissions, and committees of the council. So um, as we are, I keep saying that we're building this plane as we fly it, but um, there's a sample annual report, um, and I wanted to make sure you guys were aware of how I used the Ethics Commission as a sample because I'm familiar with the commission. Um, and in subsequent meetings, I'll bring this back to you so that we can, you can give input to me for your annual report. Um, we also, um, any recommendations outside that annual report will still move forward with the same process we just went through. So oftentimes there's a one-off recommendation. Um, we do not need to wait until the annual report time to do, make those recommendations. Um, but this will be a time when if, if there's any um, projects you wanna work on, um, we can ask the PNP committee if that's appropriate for you to work on. It's a good opportunity for the council, so for members of the council to weigh in on what's a priority for council. So sometimes that's a good idea to um, get feedback there. And I will be um, forwarding this to you um, for input um, as we build this. There's a couple pieces missing. For instance, we like to make sure that um, all the staff that's involved in supporting your commission um, is recognized um, and that commitment is in the report. Um, and that's basically it, the annual reporting in, in a nutshell. Um, but I wanted to make sure you saw that since I used the Ethics Commission as a sample. So there are recommendations that we've made every year that we submitted an annual report, like about subpoena power and a couple of others. And as far as I know, the City Council has never taken any action on those. So should we make those is there a process separate from our annual report where we should be making that so that it comes more to their attention or just keep putting it in the annual report every year? So this, this is, like I said, a new process. So you will actually, PNPE will, will deliberate on those recommendations um, and make an, and actually give some feedback to the committee or the commission or the board that they're reviewing. Um, and so I can bring back um, your past recommendations, most of them I believe, I know with subpoena power, we did respond, the city attorney's office did um, give you an opinion on that. Um, but those are some things I can bring back, those recommendations from past years, if you'd like to see those. Yeah, I think so. Okay, does anybody else, anybody want to speak on this? Commissioner Gomez, is your, your name is still up here. How are you? I took it down. Oh, okay, so you do want to speak. Okay. Um, so, in terms of the the change of moving, so the change. Just to repeat back the change. So now PPNE holds the annual reporting process, mm -hmm. and previously that was not the case. So in the past, um, annual reports, if commissions chose to do one, would go to the council typically on consent. So they wouldn't be deliberated. It would be more of a receive and file. And then should a council member want to move any of those recommendations forward, they would do those on their own. And moving it to PPNE, uh, what's the uh, benefit? So we're hoping that PNPE can deliberate on those the recommendations okay. and, and then forward their recommendations. I could, um, I, I can't speak for the committee themselves, but I could anticipate if there were three, recommenda three recommendations, they might say move these two forward to council, um, move this one to law and ledge, um, or this one, Subpoena power is a good example, and I think I, I can ask our attorney to weigh in, but that would be a vote of the people. 
and it's not that I don't think it's a good idea. I'm just trying to educate myself on on the change. And um, so, does P and PE have uh, greater authority to agendize items for the city council meeting? Going back to um, Commissioner Underwood's question around sort of like accountability for decision making on recommendations, wondering if it also meets our mutual goal of being able to be heard at the council and have like decision making. I, I understand that some other commissions have had some challenges with making recommendations and not seeing like any feedback loop over a series of years. So just wondering if PNPE has like greater authority in that space. They have no greater authority to agendize something for council, um, but they would make a recommendation and then staff would move that forward on their behalf. Okay. Commissioner Adams. My question is in terms of timelines with the annual reporting process. Will we will it be an annual process for all boards, committees, and commissions, or will there be sort of sequencing? Because um, there's a lot. So I'm assuming if PMPE reviews every single one of the boards, committees, and commissions at the same time, you know there could be chances where things are not necessarily weighed as heavily as if it was stagnated throughout the year. I'm hoping that they will be staggered so that PNPE can actually to hear those items in a timely fashion. Um, and I know it's right now it has happened naturally, um, but I anticipate in years to come that we'll actually have a calendar that we expect Ethics Commission to report in May. And then we'll back that up to your meetings so that you can review the annual report, make any updates, and then approve it before it moves forward to the committee. Follow-up question. Um, I don't believe we had a formal process throughout the year to develop items that we would want on on the annual report. Is that something that we can establish? Is you know from the conversation so far today, there are you know ideas to carry over past uh, recommendations, but I'm sure we will come up with additional recommendations moving forward. So will there be a process of you know in certain months? Uh, that we will tease it out, um, you know, what are what is planned for, for that? I anticipate an agenda item to discuss your annual report, and that would be the appropriate time to make any recommendations um, to put on that report. Might take a couple meetings if you needed to, full, you know, vet those recommendations further, um, but, but you will know ahead of time, you know, when we're bringing that annual report to the committee, commission, and then we'll discuss that at this dais. Final question. Um, I know that it's been a while since we met. So for the, the the report that we had that is used as the example, has that is that the one that the, the PMPE has reviewed? Are they have they reviewed it already? Is it something that they're going to review in the in the future um, for this year? So this was just a sample report so that PMPE could weigh in on what they wanted to see in an, in a report template. So I used Ethics Commission since I'm familiar with your work. Um, but they have not reviewed the content, only the layout and format of the report. So that report will come back to this commission, um, and we will discuss it. You will approve it before it goes to the PNPE. Thank you. Commissioner Velasquez. Um, when, if and when we have recommendations um, for, or suggestions for the PNPE, uh, do they respond to everything that we submit? Uh, let's say if they don't agree, do they say, um, uh, we will not be forwarding this to the council or whomever and this is why or they just don't respond? So they typically have four options. They can um, ask for more. So they've, they've only done one so far. So they've 
um, had one item that they heard as a recommendation. Um, so some of the options are um, sending it back to the commission for more information, okay. giving it to staff to work on and then move forward, or one of the options um, in the recommendation is to say, you know, we're not moving forward with this. You know, thank you very much. And no, explana ex no explanation as to why? They wouldn't need to. Okay. I would expect them to, but. Yeah. Um, just, so we, just so we understand. So like in, in uh, uh, Commissioner Adams' example, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Chair Underwood's uh, um, suggestion about going, maybe going back, if there was an explanation, we can go back and look at those ourselves and determine whether things have changed with that justification or would that justification still stand so we, nobody's wasting their time? I would accept, I would expect when they're deliberating about right. it, they would give a reason right. why they weren't okay. moving it forward. Okay. And then I typically at those PNPE meetings and we'll share that result for you, with you. Okay. Um, I typically always will let the chair and vice chair know of an items moving forward and when it's coming to PNPE so that they can be available if needed. It looks like it says my mic is muted, but it's not. It's not. Okay. Technology. It's wonderful. Um, I also realized that on item number five at the end, I didn't specify that it was listed as just a receive and file item, so we didn't have to take any vote, and we didn't. And now with item six, this is also a receive and file. Um, but I'm wondering if there are any members of the public who wish to speak on this issue of the annual reporting process. If so, please so indicate now. Chair, I have no speaker slips in chambers and I have no hands raised on Zoom. Okay, and are there any more comments from the commissioners on this item? Commissioner Gomez. Um, it, it's not necessarily about this item, but I, before we move off the discussion calendar in general, should I note that now? Um, well, I mean, the next item is commissioner comments, right. ideas, and questions. It's, it's something that I thought was going to be on the discussion. So I thought that we were going to talk about the outreach on the discussion calendar, but I'm just wondering, because I know we had um, uh, went in, on email about that. Um, around the plan for outreach. So if we can talk about that in ideas and questions, great. Um, but I don't know the process for how the agenda is, you know. Yeah, so uh, chair, I, oh, chair, if I may answer that. So commissioner comments, ideas and questions, that's the appropriate time to ask for a future agenda item. Since that's not on the agenda, we can't really discuss it. But you can ask for what you want to see on the next agenda. Okay, so now we are on the item called Commissioner Comments, Ideas and Questions. And I have two items in mind. They may be the same as Commissioner Gomez's, so um, why don't you go ahead first? Um, yeah, and I apologize if I, um, well, maybe I wasn't allowed to ask for that. I sent an email about uh, getting updates on outreach. So I guess it would be helpful to, um, to take one step back to um, be educated around how we can get items on the agenda. Like if we can send those over email or um, request them at that time and or if it has to be done in the meeting or the timelines for that. Because um, I think that there's been like a little frustration around that just because 
uh, we have to get the work done in the meetings due to the Brown Act, but I'm, I'm feeling like we can't really get work done um, because maybe I'm not clear on the process or maybe the process isn't, you know, whatever. Um, so would be, item one is I'd love to be educated on that. Um, and then the second piece is um, outreach for our committee. We had uh, initially d discussed having a subcommittee focused on outreach. There was a pause on that uh, because there was being there was work being done by city staff around outreach for commissions. So would love to get an update on where that work is because we had we had taken a, a hard pause on our internal work, and I think that it would behoove us to to start that back up again, maybe regardless of what city staff are doing. Um, but uh, it, it would be helpful to be educated on what the progress of that looks like. So I'll pause there. I have a couple other things, but <laughs> I'll pause with those two for now. All right, and Vice Chair Ng had something she wanted to say. Yes. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, I also have the same concern about the outreach process and based on the complaint logs. And I mean, I, you just look back at about four or five or six is, is not in our jurisdictions. In other words, that <clears throat> We're not uh, getting our message across, right? And uh, the public really has no idea what we are doing. So I feel that this is very, you know, important to the existence of this ethics commission, and uh, we may want to really concentrate on it this year, is how to improve our image and how to get the words out that we are here. Okay, Commissioner Adams. A slightly different question. Um, I'm curious, uh, Madam uh, Clerk, if there's been any updates from the city auditor's office on when they anticipate finishing their audit of the commission. Um, I don't have an update on that, but I can get back to you. Okay, well, oh, Commissioner Gomez. All right. I. I mean, I wanted to speak to this outreach issue as well. Um, we previously had an ad hoc committee back when we were allowed to have ad hoc committees, and that was disbanded specifically because we were told that the clerk's office was taking over the outreach process. But there, as far as I can tell, there still has been no outreach. And as Commissioner Ng says, nobody in the community knows we're here or what we're doing. And we really, I think that's really something that we need to figure out what we're gonna do about. I mean, we've been in existence for five or six years and the word still hasn't gotten out. Um, and the other item that I was hoping we could talk about or else, or put on the agenda or something is the process for canceling meetings because um, it seems like before a meeting is canceled, it would be helpful for the commissioners to be able to give input on whether to have the meeting or not, as opposed to just that being decided by the clerk's office. So I can briefly speak to two of the questions. So um, one thing, how to get items on an agenda, that's outlined in the council rules of procedure, and I'll follow up with an email to you on where that is in the council rules of procedure. It is appropriate in this forum in an open and public meeting to make recommendations for future agenda items. 
And then from that list of future agenda items, we agendize those as appropriate. So as you saw, there was no nothing on the, on the log, so I have no agenda items to bring forward, um, and I don't feel it's appropriate to hold a meeting just for chair-vice chair rotation. So okay, you're, you're going to give us more clarification on how we can put an item on the agenda. Is it the case that the only time we can put an item on the agenda for the next meeting is at a, one of our meetings? That's correct. Okay. So it would need to be in an open and public meeting to make that request. And then as appropriate, um, it might be something that's going to take me a month or two to, to write the report for it, depending on what that request is. Um, I did hear that you wanted to talk about the outreach process. So that's what I'll put on the uh, next agenda. And you can have a conversation on what, what you feel that is. You know, it's not appropriate here since it's not on the agenda. And members of the public didn't know we were going to talk about it, so they're not prepared to to weigh in, um, and then this forum's probably not prepared to speak to that also. Um, and so we'll put that on a future agenda, and then you can share your ideas um, and have a discussion on what you think outreach looks like. Okay, Commissioner Gomez. Um, so uh, the only time we can ask for agenda items for upcoming meetings is during these meetings. That's correct. Then it would be helpful, maybe we can add an item to the agenda that says discussion about next agenda items. So that way we talk about it every single meeting and we don't miss that. Can I request that? Um, or what's the process for? Um, I'll share the council rules of procedure. It's outlined clearly in the council rules of procedure on how to request them and it's underneath this section. So oh, no, um, I'm asking for like a, a standing item on our agenda that says discussion about next agenda items that 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 prompts us to discuss the next okay. meeting agenda items um, I mean it would be part of commissioner comments but we, maybe we I agree yeah. it would be a good idea to say specifically yeah. I'll share discussion. the council rules of procedure with you because it's that's where you you should request them that's the way the council does it and all other boards commissions and committees I, I hear what you're saying, but that's not what I'm asking for. Um, I like there's not a way to just add under commission, like before commissioner comments and agendas, like a part of the agenda that's talking about discussion on the next meeting agenda. I I'm all about getting trained. Never got trained for being on the commission, so I'd be happy to read through the council rules and procedures. I would. Um, I know that there was a process for an onboarding that, that was happening with commissions. Love to be updated on that. Love to sure. go through that process myself um, and, and get, get trained up. Um, but I think that you know, we're all doing this after, after work and tired and it, it's helpful to, to build into agendas a, a space for accountability on something that, that's pretty important on that. So just requesting, specifically requesting an, a standing addition to the agenda. Vice Chair, <clears throat> Vice Chair Ng. Yeah, um, to add to uh, Commissioner Gomez's uh, command that, um, you know, when I fill out the 700 forms, I know that we're supposed to have the, every two years we're supposed to have a training, right? And so when is that going to be, or I don't know if I have, you know, I mean, compliance with those trainings too. I think it's ethics training, right? I can have staff look and see if you're up to date on yeah. your ethics training. Yeah. 
But that's unrelated to the Form 700. No, because because of that, you know, I mean, that's an annual requirement. But then we also have a training requirement that we need. It's a computer training, and we get yeah, a yeah, certificate yeah. at did the we, end. Did we, so it's separate from the Ethics Commission. It's the state mandate. If I'm Correct. Yeah, you're, I think you're speaking to AB 1234, which is ethics training that's required every two years. Yeah. And so my years. staff typically sends out an email saying it's time to take yeah. your training again. You would do that training online and submit the certificate yeah. of completion. Would, would you to us. please uh, check on that? I I'll just don't on. want you yes. not take that training or miss it. So thank you. Okay, Commissioner Gomez. Um, so I'm not possible if this is something that can be updated here about what the process for, I don't know if it's called subcommittees, I haven't been able to follow the whole train on that piece of things, the same, uh, or ad hocs, um, how, how do we get work done outside of these meetings? So um, you could request from PNPE a subcommittee that would be a Brown Act body. Um, you can, um, uh, we could ask the attorneys to give an update on the Brown Act. So um, if you can speak to less than a quorum of your committee members, if two of you wanted to work on something and move it forward, you could work on something together. Um, you two could go have coffee and talk about something and then request it as a future agenda item. Um, so as long as there's less than a quorum, but if you wanted to have a subcommittee, you would need to request that from the PNPE committee. Um, ad hocs are prohibited by the council rules of procedure. Okay, so essentially, um, let's say Commissioner Underwood and I want to work on outreach. We get together, we work on outreach with 10 community members. We don't call it an ad hoc, we call it a group of women drinking coffee. And then we come back and we report on it. So that, that is allowed. You would have to put it on the agenda. So you'd have mm -hmm. to request that an agenda item be placed on the agenda so we can update to have the that team conversation, yes. On it. Okay, that's helpful. Um, and then, um, yeah, whether here or in a future meeting, the onboarding process, it would be helpful to get an update on, on that and go through it. If we can, I'm happy to be like a pilot on any project that the city's working on on that, if it's helpful. Yeah, I'd be happy to present that. Um, it's about a 20 minute um, presentation, but I'd be happy to present it to the whole commission. And is that an update on the process or that would be the onboarding itself? Um, that you can do presenting? the onboarding. Oh, the onboarding. Yeah. Okay. That might be helpful. Okay. That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, I have two more, but I'll pause if that's okay. okay. Commissioner Velasquez. Um, so just to piggyback on what um, uh, Clerk Mindy was saying, from, uh, from what I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, from what I remember reading, and it's, all, it's just all about transparency, um, and making sure that people aren't collaborating behind the scenes um, and, and, and kind of coming up with their own um, and kind of forcing their own ideals and, and projects um, is from what I understand from what I read. Um, but my, my question is, I was looking at the city website and, and I know it probably has a lot to do with COVID. Um, I don't see any events that have happened in the last few years. I thought maybe a city of Sacramento event, it would be a good idea maybe, I don't know if it's allowed. Um, if we could have a booth and just kind of meet people and tell them what we're about. Um, but again, I don't see anything there. Is, is that something that, um, that we would be allowed if there were, if there were one or the most, uh, the, the, um, the council that gets the most 
of the spotlight obviously would be the city council. Is that is it possible for a couple of us to show up to just speak to um, the people that are attending or that are online just to um, get our commission out there just as a way to just kind of um, talk about ourselves and just, you know, for a few minutes, would that be allowed? Um, I, I can actually talk to our community engagement manager and see if there's an opportunities that, and let her know we're interested in that. Yeah. But um, let's let's hold that for our next meeting okay. so that when it's on the agenda, you can make some recommendations on okay. those types of events. Okay. I mean, back before COVID, there were events. I, I don't think there have been any. No, I looked at the yeah. website, and there's nothing since like 2018 or 19 or yeah. But I thought that would be. It, should they have an event somewhere? Yeah, that would be a great thing to talk about at our next meeting. Okay, Commissioner Goff. Um, can the community engagement manager come to the next meeting when we're going to be, can we request if, if she should have availability to attend our next meeting when we're going to be discussing outreach? Um, I can reach out to her, yes. Um, so I, I'm wondering, um, if there is the opportunity or if there's interest from the commissioners around um, discussing a plan for what we want to work on over the next year in an upcoming meeting if we if we consider agendizing that so we can think about whether it's outreach or getting educated as well by other groups such as the League of Women Voters around some of the work that other ethics commissions are doing. Um, for example, they did some research around what LA is up to and their scope of work is, is much broader um, in terms of what they're doing in their ethics commission. So wondering if there is interest from the commission to, or how do I do this, to agendize um, talking about, like discussing, hey, we're gonna talk about our plan, we're gonna start discussing what we wanna dig into, not in ad hocs, but in whatever we call it. Like a um, work plan. Yeah. And I think that might be an appropriate discussion with your annual report. Um, well, we'd need um, to discuss it at a meeting before so we, we even knew it. what we wanted to put in the annual report. And work on it. Like, our annual report works, reports out what you do, but we need to do things to put it in a report. So I guess I want to talk about what we want to do. Um, and I feel like we can't do things because we can't. We haven't talked about it, and we can't talk about it because we haven't agendized it. Correct. So, so I, I can I'm, put that on a future okay. agenda. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> Commissioner Velasquez. So I wanted, oh, Mike. Um, so I wanted to ask Commissioner Gomez. Um, I'm not my my brain is not open. Sky's the limit since we are ethics. Um, so besides outreach, what types of things are we? Or can you give me some examples? What what other things would we work on? Uh, for example, we have the lobbying ad hoc that worked on some recommendations to the council around that line of work. Um, I don't know enough about the scope of what we could do under ethics commissions, but I, I do know that many other cities and counties do a lot more with their ethics commissions. Um, so I think there's the opportunity to be educated about what our scope is. I, I feel that way. I feel like there is a need for technical expertise in this area to guide us around ways that we can be a little bit more proactive in regards to the, the ethics mission um, for the city of Sacramento versus just receiving complaints. Adams. 
Just a question um, procedurally. I, I guess I'm having a hard time understanding how that request is different than the typical process of discussing during the meetings what's going to be on the agenda. So are you just looking for us uh, maybe like next meeting, meeting after having a longer conversation discussing meeting items, or are you thinking of something separate? Um, and, you know, I also don't, I, I feel like I struggle with the, the process, so I could be doing it wrong. <laughs> but I want to have a discussion about our work plan. And so I feel like I'm asking to agendize that for the next meeting so we can formally discuss it. Folks like the League of Women Voters or others that are interested could call in and say, hey, here's ideas that we have. And over the course of how many ever meetings we think we might need to, we come to some things that we feel like we want to work on, whether it's just outreach or whether it is outreach and one other thing that we say, hey, for the next year, we really want to do X. We want to, like, throwing around some ideas, kind of. Yeah, and ideally, maybe getting some support from the city if there are technical experts around these areas where if there's some materials that we can review, great. Um, it just, I feel, maybe I'm constraining myself, but I feel like we can't talk about that because it's not on the agenda. But I don't know if that's right or if that's not right. Um, I'll say my uh, my question was not oh, to, okay. uh, to sorry. Uh, it, it was just more <laughs> of you know having the conversation about when we are discussing what we're going to do and having that done during the ideas and questions. So you want something that is more standalone and not necessarily going through that process, although we would also still have to go through that process. So I guess my question was just more procedurally, you know. Just more, I, I understand what you're doing and I'm on board for it. It just seemed like that would be something that we would do during the question, ideas and questions uh, uh, portion of the agenda. But if you want, if we wanted to, you know, move forward for something that is more of a, you know, planning that is a separate agenda item, I'm, I'm all for that. But it also sounds like it would be something that would also come by way of the ideas and questions. So you're talking about the request for next meeting agenda items, that yeah. specific area. Yeah, I feel like it's very, it, I mean, for sure, if someone can hold accountability to that being a piece of the ideas and questions, then I'm not, I'm not dying on a sword of like adding that on there. But I just don't feel like there has been accountability around that from and I'll take responsibility for that on knowing that we need to do that at the end of the meeting or else we cannot discuss things at the next meeting. And so I'm just saying, like, okay, let's do something different um, and holding uh, accountability for that piece. Yeah. There is, um, if you look back at the template um, on item, let's see, where were we? Um, on item six, the annual report process, um, there is a section for 2023 projects, priorities, and objectives for consideration. So I think this conversation um, will be agendized and then incorporated into the annual report because that will go then to PNPE to approve any, um, you know, what you want your work plan to be the following year. And then the next year we will be reporting on our successes based on that work plan. So it was very at the very bottom of the draft <laughs> template. So I see where it could be missed, but that would frame the annual report process. And I understood that you were showing us that draft to say that that's what you gave to the city council or to PP&E as, as an example. I didn't necessarily realize we were supposed to be reading it for content. You were not, but it, it's a sample of what could be on an annual report. And what it is is reporting what 
accomplishments were from the previous year and then objectives um, or work plan for the upcoming year. Yes, sir. Vice Chair Ng. Um, we are in May already. I mean, for years, it's like four months gone by. So how much work are we planning on doing for this year? I mean, if we don't plan now or set up the work plan, it's not going to achieve because think about, like, uh, we're, we're not going to meet uh, during what, holiday time. So if we actually, I mean, work out, work, work months is probably about another four months. So just throw it out. <laughs> Okay, Commissioner Gomez. Um, You're giving me good practice at this. You're welcome, thing. yeah. <laughs> that was my goal. <laughs> um, before we finish up, I just want to uh, clarify what has been added to the next meeting agenda. Mm. So I can review what my notes, um, how to get items on the agenda. So I'll follow up with the council rules or procedures to the commission via email. Um, subcommittee on outreach, um, an update um, to the and an, and an upcoming meeting, um, update on the onboarding process, um, and I recommended that I can present that at an upcoming meeting, or I can have one of you go through it. Since the ethics commission oversees all boards, commissions, and committees, I think it might be relevant for you guys to go through the orientation um, and then be able to give me feedback on that um, agenda items. What uh, what to work on next year? So. Um, to do a presentation on the scope of this commission and then have the commission discuss a work plan. I'm going to follow up with um, our vice chair on ethics training and when that's due. Um, I, I was asked to follow up on the auditor's report on the ethics commission when that is expected to be published. Um, I think um, a subheading sub to um, the Outreach process would be um, if could we have a booth at a city event and maybe collaborate with our community um, engagement manager. And the question of whether the community engagement manager could come and speak to us. Um, just the one other thing that I heard you say, Commissioner Underwood, is the cancellation of meetings um, and clarification around the authority between the commissioners and the city clerk's office in that space. And, and um, as I commented, the process would be if there are no agenda items that, that the meeting will be canceled, and that is a staff decision. Okay, I guess the, just a, because there was an agenda item at the last meeting, but there was the determination by the staff's office that it wasn't sufficient enough. Correct. Okay. But if we now have um, this, we, which we probably should have started doing years ago, except we didn't realize it. Um, if we had this item on every agenda to talk about what the agenda items would be for the next meeting, then we would probably always have agenda items at the next meeting. Because there, there are always things that we want to talk about and we just didn't realize how we would get there, and now we do. <laughs> okay, does anybody else want to say anything? Any more, Commissioner Gomez? 
Anybody else? Yes, Vice Chair Ng. Yeah, I, I do. Um, I, I, I've been trying not to say that, but um, I'm also on the city ambassador program, you know, just uh, run by the uh, economic development, is it, it, uh, community development. So I'm, I'm going to meet with them, let's say, Wednesday. So, because they entice the community members to serve on this program, and they reach out to the communities and you know about um, the about what's the city of Sacramento does and any other programs, any other um, uh, is it just programs and and what kind of services that the city provides. Okay, or upcoming event, things like that. So I'm just wondering if it's okay for me to even approach them to say, I'm the city ethics commissioner. Is it something that we can do or can you do something for us? I mean, is it even uh, legal to even say that? I think that's entirely appropriate. So as an incompetent ambassador, it's your role to get the word out about city pro programs. So um, if you wanted to, pro you're probably speaking to Mrs. Hall, Miss Hall, Lynette Hall. Yes, so yes, yes and that's yes. who I'd be reaching out to to talk about um, any outreach, but it's absolutely appropriate for you to, to be talking to her. Okay, I just, I just want to make sure that I don't want to. Well, I think <laughs> that's the role so. of a community yeah. ambassador or, to just talk about city programs. Yeah. Or you would you would be at a meeting with a lot of people? Yeah, with think? some community members, you know, from different ethnic background. So we're just good, just, you know, our, our role is just to be ambassador, you know, take care of our own community and see the need or provide uh, language access, you know. Well, that seems like it would be a great place to talk about the mm -hmm. ethics. Yes, yeah. but I just want to make sure that is appropriate. Yeah. yeah. We've got the word that it is. So huh? I, I think it's appropriate to share what you know about the Ethics Commission. You can't, of course, um, commit the Ethics Commission to doing something, but mm -hmm. um, absolutely get the word out. I, I expect you guys all to tell, you know, everybody you run into, you know, what you do. Commissioner mm -hmm. okay. Gomez. Um, uh, on the follow-up, you may have said this, min, uh, Madam Clerk, um, the follow-up with the, the what was it? City Auditors. City to Auditors report as well. That, that was an, an another, okay, great. Adams. Just wanted to chime in quickly. I know, I don't think that newer commissioners received it, but um, I think back in like 2019 or so, there were like three by five cards that the city provided to us to give out. Um, so, you know, that's something that we've, I think, been always able to do. And I don't know, Mindy, if your office would be able to provide, at least to the newer commissioners, the three by five cards that we can give out. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great suggestion. Okay, anything else? All right, there's one more item, which is public comment on matters not on the agenda. And Cherry, do you have one speaker online? Call in user two, if you'll unmute. Hello, yes, this is uh, Lambert Davis, and I love to study, especially this ethics. Um, 
I have four things to say, and I'll get it done in two minutes. One, an agendized item, that means something to me. There's a process for that, and I've been studying the city manager's report for years, and it's always on the agenda, but he's never required to do the city manager's report. I think that's a violation of the Brown Act. Don't put it on the agenda if it's not going to be acknowledged. Second, unethical behavior was discovered during the Measure U participatory budgeting process. I think you should look into that. There was an Asian group that helped advantage Asians during that process. Someone brought it to my attention, and then when I looked into it, I saw where it said a mini-grant was given to them. I'd like to find out who paid them to, to give that advantage. The, the Hispanic and black community, to me, were disadvantaged because of that. The third one is the violation of submitted paperwork. I submitted a lot of paperwork to become a delegate, an ambassador, and we found out through research that our paperwork was intentionally not submitted. And we have that in writing. And the fourth thing is I have been studying where there are some city employees that are working remotely in different states. If that's true, they should be terminated. They should be required to live in California somewhere to draw a city check. That's why I always mention when Minty was in the chamber, we all knew she was living somewhere in Sacramento because she was in the chamber every time during the pandemic. So I'm, I'm hoping the ethics committee will reach out to me on what I just stated. Thank, Thank you, Mr. You. Davis. Thank you, Mr. Davis. Um, Chair, I have no more speakers. Okay, do we have contact information for Mr. Davis? I do. Okay. okay. Okay, so that's um, all you have on public comment. That's correct. Okay. What are you going to do with the, so that way the public knows, what are you going to do with the contact information with Mr. Davis? Follow up around the items that he mentioned or somebody is going to do that? I don't know, but. Mm. <laughs> we, don't, we don't respond to inform the, the, the caller to submit their complaint to our I'd be happy to follow up with Mr. Davis. Yeah, I mean, I think we would need do, to get it written. You do that off on the side. Yes. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I mean, because I, I heard what he was saying, but I don't feel like I have enough information. And we probably need something in writing. Just want to make sure he's clear on what we're saying in terms of next steps. Thank you. All right, well, commissioners, does anybody have anything more you want to say before we adjourn the meeting? Okay. okay. No, thank you for the good <laughs> This concludes today's agenda. Thank you, everyone, for your participation. It is 6.35 p.m., and I am now adjourning the meeting. <laughs>